0: If you need the connections to buyers, the media, or companies that can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. Now here to share the who, what, and why of inventing, your innovation divas, Melinda Knight and Bianca Corn.
1: We are back. I can't believe it is finally fall here in Chicago, Melinda. Oh, me-
2: my God. It's my favorite <laughs> time of year.
1: No no no, I know it is is mine too, but i 'm saying now, after fall, when it 's beautiful and the leaves are changing then i 'm moving i don 't know i just I know winter 's abound
2: yeah <laughs> well, I know it 's rough there for yeah. winter wise it can be rough here too it 's you know dark and gloomy, and you know it affects yeah. everyone
1: yes, yeah. so needless to say we we need to do another introduction because we We should, right? Of ourselves. And then everybody knows what we do and how we do it and what we do it for, right?
2: Uh, Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. For sure. So, so who are you?
1: So, hi, my name is Diana Cohen, and I'm the co-founder with Melinda Knight. On the other end of this very long wire or maybe, I don't know, wireless (laughs) uh, radio show is my wonderful business partner, Melinda Knight, and we are the co-founders of not only this great radio show, Innovation Divas, and the reason, I, I don't think we've ever really explained what Innovation Divas and why we came up with that name, but it's about what we are to support all the inventors out there, all the people that innovate great products and great um, innovation for retail and even some outside of retail, but mostly in the retail landscape. Mm -hmm. And then we're also the co-founders of Inventors Network, um, a true connection platform and probably the only one out there in our industry, in the inventor industry.
2: That's true. It's true. I mean, we, we have the connection platform and we have the reach and the partners and some exciting partners that hopefully we will be able to announce too. So, you know, that's what makes us different.
1: So, I Oh, and
2: I should probably introduce myself, right?
1: Oh, yeah, right.
2: I'm Melinda I'm Knight. I am co-founder with my uh, friend and partner, Diana Cohen, of the Inventors Network, and we also have this fabulous radio show where we get to have fun and meet new people and introduce products and have experts come on and all this fun stuff. But uh, but we also, you know, have built this wonderful online platform, and we're kind of all the radio show fits into this because we're all about online connecting using technology to its fullest to bring the masses together so that's what we do best and that's what we keep doing and it keeps growing and it's pretty darn cool
1: you know it is and we have a wonderful guest on our show today and we're going to give her all the time that she needs to really talk about that connection to retail you know a lot of innovators inventors vendors we can you know list a million names of what these people are but they're really trying to get their products into the retail stores and it's not an easy climb and um, Adele Rosenbloom is one of those women who really knows the ins and outs of how to do it she works for an amazing company called Easycom software and they specialize in something called EDI and so we are going to let Adele explain um, that these inventors truly are not alone in their in their process, and I love the fact that we've had this amazing relationship with Easycom for the past year, and or nine months. It might be even close to our anniversary. And um, without further ado, Adele, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Good morning, Melinda. Good morning, John. It's so great to talk to you guys again.
2: Good morning. We're happy morning. to have Good you. The
1: Good afternoon. Show. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, for you, it's the afternoon. We're all across every uh, time zone. Well, not oh, everyone. that's Some right. East to west time zone here today. So thank you again for giving this,
3: me this tremendous opportunity to speak with you and, and the inventor community. Um, I have a particular passion, now that you've introduced me to it, to doing what I can um, through the company and through working with you uh, to support vendors in any way possible.
1: Well, well, without further ado, let's talk about what it is that you do at Easycom that um, can help those inventors get into the retail landscape.
3: Okay, so our specific role is what's called the EDI electronic data interchange, and I know that sounds very daunting when you first hear it, but when we break it down, it's really not as bad as it sounds so if- Essentially, all we're doing is we are helping to connect the vendor with their retail partners so that they can exchange their key business documents, like purchase orders and shipping information and invoicing in a standardized electronic format.
1: Got it. So if I'm an inventor and I, you know, got in contact with Target and then Target, came back to to me and said okay you need Will they say you need EDI? What What is the words? I mean, I know, but I'm just trying to get the inventor to understand what those words are. Sure.
3: So they might say, are you EDI capable? Um, Or you need to be EDI connected? Or you need to be compliant? Uh, Those are all terminology. But they kind of, sometimes they kind of expect that the vendor knows what the EDI part stands for. So that's when most people kind of freeze and panic a little bit. So that's why we want to give everyone a little heads up, a little advanced knowledge about what the requirements are.
1: And what are some of those those requirements?
3: Well, essentially, The retailer wants all their vendors to be able to communicate with them on a singular type of platform. So EDI is doing away with snail mail and regular mail and emailing and faxing and anything else you can possibly think of. And now all vendors connect in this electronic format. So the reason a company like us comes into existence is because the technology that goes on behind the scenes is not something that the majority of companies want to take on on their own. So we kind of become that middleman. And we are bringing in data that the retailer is sending, and we are translating it into a readable format. And then we have An application, which is called Lingo, which is all cloud-based and accessible 24-7, and the vendors can log in and see those orders when they come, and then they can return documents back to the retailer in the reverse type of format.
1: And isn't it true that these large retailers will not work with an independent or someone with, you know, a few SKUs unless they have, or anyone for that matter, unless they're EDI compliant and That's working with a company like yours?
3: A hundred percent, Um Many a time, you know, they'll say right up front, you know, the buyers have been given information to say that if a company is not either already capable of doing EDI or willing to – become EDI compliant that the buyer cannot buy from them, or sometimes they will give a, a small window, maybe 30 days or 60 days where they might issue a first purchase order non-EDI, and then they expect that after that the vendor be compliant or they're going to start issuing chargebacks um, you know which is are deductions uh, uh, based on the non-compliancy
2: so it's important for and i think this is almost a marketing approach and you know this is something that we've been saying kind of all along on our network but but you know just going to these large retailers and already being you know hey i already have easycom software as my partner we're already edi compliant you know they're already ahead of the game when they present but, to these companies
3: they just want to know i mean sometimes they don't necessarily have to Sign up or register just yet, but they need to know, I stress this as one of the most important things, Melinda, you're so right, they need to know what's involved and what the costs are, because obviously they're going to go into some type of negotiation with the retailer. And then they're going to find out that they have to do this, and they have to be EDI compliant, and they have to pack a certain way or whatever. And then the profit is going right down the drain. So it's really important to have all your ducks lined up and to know what each retailer requires before you make a formal commitment, you know, to sell product.
1: Well, well so isn't that important. So important. And, and when it comes to pricing, when someone – I mean, do you support them and help them come up with their their um, their pricing structure at all? Because I, I know that, you know, as a, a previous inventor myself, there was a time that I just assumed I was making, you know, I, I made my product for, let's just say, $2. I sold it for wholesale at $4, and then the retailer sold it for, for $8. So is there... Is there something that you advise people on in terms of, the, of their m- uh, margins or do you just say it's not what it used to be assumed where you made, you know, that um, 2.5% markup that s- companies like yours as well as um, other like buybacks, other things that they have to take into consideration? Um, I mean, we're going to have to go to break in about two minutes, but is there is there any advice out there that you just can – say that assuming that their business practice costs that associate within this this category
3: I in all honesty I try not to get too too involved in the pricing side of it um, because I know everybody you know especially now with so much overseas production um, and a lot of our clients you know we do have a big push for USA production as well I'm not as well versed in that um, and What I try to do more is just make them aware. I I do have a list of other things that don't necessarily involve EDI that I try to share with the vendor so that they can familiarize themselves. And our website also is amazingly helpful with information. So we give them um, more education. That's a very big thing here at Easycom. You know, be aware um, of what you need to do so that you're prepared in advance.
1: Well, you know what? We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we can talk about getting recognized for media. That was um, something that is an important piece to, um, I think, a, a webinar that you did recently. So if when we come back after break, if you don't mind, we can talk a little bit about that. Sure. That would be great. Wonderful. We will be right back after a few messages from some of our great sponsors.
0: Linda and Diana will return after a short break with more of Innovation Divas.
4: Shh,
1: listen
5: How would you like to put a little razzle-dazzle and bling into your summer vacation? A woman from Colorado found the Crater of Diamonds State Park on an Arkansas highway map and decided to check it out. In the Crater of Diamonds State Park, visitors can dig for diamonds and other precious stones and are allowed to keep whatever they find. Bobby Oscarson was doing just that in a muddy area known as the pig pen when she was gobsmacked to find a glistening white diamond half the size of a quarter. Shaped like an icicle, the 8.5 carat gem was enough to make any flappadocia proud. Finding a diamond is any macabre's dream. Those are people who come up with elaborate schemes for making or finding money. It's Merchandise. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas. If you
0: need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Way Divas to on, on Toginet Radio. Not and now, I'm let's there. return to so your Innovation I'm Divas, Melinda
4: I'm Knight I'm and Deanna Cohen. Left on my pillow after she stays
2: well, welcome back. We are so excited today because we have our good friend, Adele Rosenbloom with with EasyCom software. And you know, we've been talking about EDI, but you know, uh, Adele's been in the industry for a long time. She sees what the inventor goes through. I mean, she's in the trenches like we are, and she sees it all. And you know, so we're you know we're talking about EDI, but really we're gonna you know want to focus on on really getting recognized. You know, you got your product out there. You know, what are some of these shows and you know some of the media? You know, you're getting ready for EDI. You're getting ready for you know the retails retailers. You know, what what are some Things that you've seen, Adele, uh, to, that, you know, really these inventors need to be, you know, start thinking about to make them attractive for these uh, media outlets.
3: Okay. So definitely, Melinda, you're so right. I hear day in and day out in my conversations with vendors, you know, all the different things that they're they not sure which direction to go or where to go for help or that type of thing. So one of the things definitely, and I'm not just saying this because we're partner companies and we work together, um, is I think the Inventors Network, your website is an amazing place for great information, and you have so many terrific sponsor companies like Easycom and and all different things that they could possibly need so i always try to refer people if they have questions you know to take a look and see what help they can get from there because my big theme with everyone lately has been you don't have to go it alone you know there are so many resources out there that are available so that would be my first um and then you know uh, we can go into things like getting ready to go to trade shows. There's so many out there. You know, you can target your product, um, you know, reaching out to the buyers directly via their website, you know, corporate websites and things of that sort.
1: And and when you say, you know, that you're, these are actual webinars that your company actually does for free, correct? Yes. And people can sign up for them and learn these different aspects of our industry. Yes. Yeah, so we have
3: right now, we are doing an educational series. Um, we're doing, I think, uh, probably one a quarter, it looks like we're doing. So we, we've just kind of started. They are available on our website as well. So we've done one, the most recent one was on dropship to consumer because that is such a trend whereby the vendor is assuming responsibility for shipping the product directly to the the final customer. And we've also done one which is so related. You were our partner company with that one so related to um, the inventors and that was getting your product ready for market so anybody is welcome to visit www.easycomsoftware.com and you can listen in to those webinars and um, I can also send you pdf versions if you'd like
1: So it is E with the the letters E, Z-com. Yes, thank you. Not a problem. You know what?
2: (laughs) We got the Z down. We like
1: the Z too. We we share the commonality of the Z. Yes. So, and and Adele, you've been with um, this industry for some time. So let's talk about you a little bit and what your background knowledge is, because I think that's what makes it so special and unique is that not only is your company in the industry, but you've, you know this industry in and out. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So my background
3: really started in the garment industry, uh, where I worked in showroom sales for about twenty years. And the funny part was, whenever a retailer would come in and I'd have an appointment, and that one of the questions would always be, "Are you? Can you do EDI? Are you EDI compliant?" My answer, my canned answer, because this is what I was told to say, was yes. And I had no idea what I was talking about. So it just is so funny that my life has kind of come full circle, and now I'm actually selling a product. So I did have a basic understanding because, of course, at some point I did a little research, but – I did have a basic understanding before I came here of what it was and I understood retail and wholesale type of relationships. So I think that kind of helps me to better understand the position that the inventor, the vendor, whatever, whatever area they are in their development, what their needs are and how our company can support and help them and also put, you know, give them other resources that they can refer to.
2: Well, and, and you know that's so great. And it, I, I guess sometimes we have to start out fake it till you make it. But it's nice when you actually, you know, know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I know about EDI and actually going in there knowing that this is an important thing to completely understand. So, do you do any of the you know clients and customers? I know you deal with a lot. and You've won so many awards. Everybody needs to know that you know you've you've you know really with customer service you've won you really are out there with a great name too so people can feel comfortable with that but have you worked with anybody that's um you know been able to go on qvc i mean that we deal with a lot lot of people in our network are getting these great opportunities with home shopping and qvc and and what's your experience with that
3: um qvc i'm I, i'm a little bit limited at the moment I am talking actually to someone that has some potential to work with QVC uh, in a very big way Um, and of course just because of confidentiality. I, I can't mention names, but they are one of their very large shoe vendors. And that's how I'll leave it right now. And um, I'm sharing this opportunity with another company that um, we work with, uh, an ERP enterprise resource planning company that supports, you know, inventory and things of that sort. So we are co-presenting to this particular client. Uh, we will be the EDI part, and that would be huge. And then I will have a lot more experience with Q but what I did (laughs) oh yeah I know I've got my fingers crossed it's an exciting opportunity but um, what I have learned about QVC that I thought was just so interesting was their attendance um, at a lot more of the shows Um, you know seeing them at all these different trade shows uh, whereby they weren't quite as prevalent before uh, making themselves known a lot more and even the whole I went on the website and I was just You know, doing some background for this client and I saw this whole section I was not familiar with, which is called QVC sprouts, which I thought was amazing. Like whereby an inventor or a new, a person with a, you know, who's maybe selling a few retailers could present their product and it's picked by the viewers and then made available for purchase in about two weeks. Right. So I'm building my knowledge about QVC. Our company does support relationships um via EDI with QVC. So I I'm, I'm learning a little bit more as we go along.
1: But you've worked with retailers I mean, you can name the gamut of Bed Bath and Beyond and and Target and I mean the the list is endless as to the retailers that you work with, but it's not as if someone came to you and said, Adele I'm not in Bed Bath & Beyond, can you get me there?
3: No, unfortunately, we our connections are more in the technology side of these companies. So we don't know the buyers, and we don't have those connections. I wish I did. I, I kind of think it would be a cool business, you know, to try to make some of those connections. But there are lots of brokers and people out there, um, and repping companies that do have those type of connections. And very often, for a retailer, for a vendor who's having difficulty, that may be a route that they want to explore.
1: Mm-hmm. In fact, on our network, we have um, in our expert pavilion a few rep firms that work with major retailers and major catalogs. Now, do you work with catalogs?
3: Yes, we do. Um, so in addition to what we call the catalogs that are related to you know, the various large retailers. Um, so, like, you know, they have their dot-com part of the world. But we work with um, Orchard Brands, which includes everything from Appleseeds. Um, they have, I believe it's 10 or 12 brands, and I can always update you on the brands because I can't remember them all off the top of my head. So we are connected with them. Um, and there's many other catalogs coming to the surface now because it's another omni-channel which I know is our buzzword, everybody's sick of it, but it's another way um, that the retailer or a catalog company can communicate with their, you know, their vendor base.
1: So let's talk about that. We have about three minutes until we're done with our show. I can't believe it's almost over. Let's talk about what Omnichannel is.
3: So, sure. So Omnichannel, which everyone's heard and is such a huge buzzword and probably we're a little bit, You know, it's it's kind of extending its life uh, pretty far out. So all it really means is that as a retailer, you have so many different ways that you can now sell to your different. Um, c- consumer, your ultimate consumer, so we 've gone beyond the typical brick and mortar store. so now you have brick and mortar or you have come in shop in the store and maybe you want it uh, delivered to your home or shop online and pick it up in the store. Um, mm-hmm. And shop online and one-hour delivery. Uh, It's crazy. Shop online and drop ship to my my home. So there's so many different ways that the retailer is now connecting with the consumer that that omni-channel title is just kind of a catch-all.
1: Interesting, and so that's where EDI is so important. Exactly, because when you've got all this communication, and there's
3: so many different ways that the documents are going back and forth, if everybody was doing standard faxing or, or emailing, it would be crazy. There would be no ability to make, you know, to keep track of it. So EDI is helping to kind of really organize and keep it all focused
1: and, and, and with one minute left, and I don't mean to pressure you on time, let's say why is Easycom the best option for people? Why is your company um, a great resource?
3: Well, bottom line is everybody can say that they offer great support, um, but we have a combo of things. So it is a great support team here at our offices in northern New Jersey. Um, We have availability, you know, to accommodate the East Coast, the Middle States, the West Coast, wherever you are. We're here 8.30 a.m. to 8 o'clock p.m., Monday to Friday. We have very, very well-educated support members. Um, Lingo, our application, is just phenomenal. Uh, we have our developer has been with us since day one and he is just really cutting edge on what the the vendor needs to make their life easy as far as the EDI process so and we have lots of different functions to support whether you're a, a newly you know initiated person needing EDI all the way up to you know multi-million dollar companies
1: well Adele, I think you did an amazing job getting under the gun and under a minute, explaining everything else. And we can't thank you enough for being on the show today. Thank you, thank so, much. you so much. And just one last
3: quick thing: um, if anyone wants to reach out to me, 201-731-1801.
1: Wonderful. And you can find her information on our uh, on our website and on TogiNet. Thank you so much, Adele. Thank we'll you, girl.
3: So great to be involved. Thank you again.
6: Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com.
5: you never heard. Treasure hunter Eric Schmidt and his family were diving near Fort Pierce, Florida, when his metal detector went off in about 15 feet of water. What he found was one of 52 gold coins, or doubloons, worth more than a million dollars. The coins were from a Spanish ship that sunk during a hurricane 300 years ago the storm sunk 11 Spanish ships and killed more than 1,000 people. What's another name for the frayed ropes on a sailing ship? Baggy Wrinkles. The most valuable coin the Schmidt family uncovered was a tricentennial royal, minted in 1715, worth over $500,000. What's a word to make money any way possible? Cuomo.inquise.
4: It's Marginal.
5: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas.
0: If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Diana Cohen. Left on my pillow after
4: she stays at night, like my friend. T-shirt, my girl just feels
0: Turn after a short break with more of Innovation
4: Divas.
0: Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem, you can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelov live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the TogiNet Radio Network.
5: call in sick when you're actually not ill? According to a recent survey, this is a common practice of about one-third of the working public. On the flip side, 30% of employees say they've gone to work sick in order to save their sick days for when they're feeling well. That's pretty twistical or not quite moral. Career Builders does an annual study to see what excuses workers are using when calling in sick. One employee called in to say their false teeth flew out of the window while driving into work. One employee said he couldn't get in his car because it was surrounded by angry bees. While another claimed they thought they had won the lottery. What are words for poor excuses? Flapdoodles and Fimblefambles. It's
4: Marching Day.
5: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Variaptic Surgery Center of Dallas.
0: If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on TogiNet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen. Left on my pillow after she stays a night, my. T-shirt, my girl just feel- Cohen returned next week with more of the Innovation Divas. They really know the who, what, and why of inventing and love that they can share their knowledge, connections, and great women invented products with this audience. Contact the Divas for more information on how to sponsor or attend. Then join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard.